tonight, being a part of our Wednesday night Bible study. Uh, this is our first Wednesday night that we've jumped on here of the new year. So happy new year to everybody. If we haven't had a chance to tell you that, hope that you had a great Christmas season and then a happy new year. And I look forward to this year and all that God's going to do. Uh, we got some exciting things planned here at Whitehall Baptist Church, and I'm looking forward to seeing what the Lord's going to do. So we get started tonight. Grab your Bibles. We're going to be in Proverbs chapter number five. Today's the 5th of January. And so we are going to look at Proverbs chapter number five and see what God has for us there. So give you a second, grab your Bible, and then we're going to dive into God's Word this evening. You know, as you go through, uh, as you drive and things like that, I, I can remember specifically as we would come out and, and visit Montana, or as I was driving uh, from Indiana to Montana, uh, for years there was a part, and I, I forget if it was North Dakota or in South Dakota, but there was a place there that had a an area that uh, on the road that they would call a test zone or something to that, where the speed limit would be higher than the rest of the state. And I believe at the time it was 80, 80 miles an hour, and so at that time, man, it was a big deal to be able to cruise down the road at 80 miles an hour for however long this was. And, now the speed limit in Montana everywhere is, is 80 miles an hour. And so uh, clearly the test must have passed. Uh, but uh, it, it's interesting. When you're driving, you see all kinds of different tests, uh, different signs that, uh, that gives you um, direction and what you should or shouldn't do. And uh, it's important that you follow those, those uh, signs. We all know that the speed limit sign uh, is more of a suggestion, right? You know, no. Obviously, we know that it tells us how fast we're supposed to go, and we're not supposed to go faster than that. Every once in a while, you'll be driving down the road, and you'll see a curve uh, sign, a sign up ahead that's got an arrow that's bent. You know, okay, there's a, a curve coming. Uh, maybe sometimes you see a kind of a squiggly one that's a windy road, right? Uh, what are these things? These are signs that let us know what's ahead. And today, we're going to talk about really, I guess you could call it basically a caution sign. Uh, you know, I enjoy, as we look at through the Word of God, there are some passages that you look at that, listen, they're just like, hey, full steam ahead. Uh, go 80 miles an hour, and it's exciting, and, and uh, it's fun to go down those roads and to, to preach on those passages and study those passages. But today is a caution passage. Today is a warning sign. And today, as we look at, at, at Proverbs chapter number five, we're going to see some warnings that are put in place that I hope aren't something that necessarily you have to implement right away. Uh, I hope that everyone that's watching this tonight, that maybe you're watching this saying, you know what, this is not applicable to me today. But I hope there will be warnings for you to keep you from even starting down this path. As we start in Proverbs chapter number five, there's a very common entry uh, as, as we begin there. Uh, and, and really, it's an introduction that we see in many of the Proverbs. He just simply says, My son, attend unto wisdom, bow thine ear to my understanding. Verses 1 and 2, he, he gives a, a general, uh, really, a request or a, a general just uh, beginning to this passage of Scripture that's, that's very common that he does, does throughout. He says, listen, basically, listen to me. Hear what I'm going to tell you. What I'm about to say is important, he says. It's kind of like whenever, you know, we as parents, we might stop our kids every once in a while. Sometimes we'll, we'll say, hey, listen, don't do that. But other times we might catch their attention. Hey, listen, stop, stop, listen to me. Focus. I want you to hear what I'm about to say. And that's what he's doing here in Proverbs chapter number 5, verses 1 and 2. He goes on, and, and, and really in verses 3 through 14, he gives a caution. And that caution is about the strange woman. 
We've talked about this person before, this, this one that would try to lead the heart of this, this young man that we see here astray. And we know that obviously because of the introduction here, this, this, this caution is coming from a parent. It's from a parent that's looking to their child with love, to their son with love. But the son clearly must be married as we're going to see here in a second. And so he's look, they're looking and saying, listen, just keep yourself away from this, this strange woman that's going to try to steal your heart away from what you need to do. And in this passage, it's specifically, specifically dealing with immorality, specifically doing with, dealing with adultery. And, and, and that's specifically what he's talking about when he's talking about staying away from this strange woman that we see. In verses uh, 15 through 20, uh, he really begins at verse number 15, and this is just a, a great verse. He says this, drink water out of your own cistern, running waters out of thine own well. What's he saying there? He's saying, listen, don't go looking. Keep your eyes on your own spouse. Keep your heart for your own spouse. Keep your attention on the one that God has given to you. Don't go looking elsewhere. This is a somber reminder. It's a simple reminder, but it's a somber reminder. We've all known someone that, that was led astray or that got, went down a different path that they never dreamed that they would go down. And it always started with their, a wandering heart, a heart that wasn't set on the one that God had given to them. Listen, friend, I hope that you'll, you'll listen to this simple caution tonight and, and don't allow your, house, your, your heart to begin to wander. Don't allow it to begin to go astray. And as we come to the end of this chapter, and this is really where we're going to focus our attention tonight, is these last three verses. In verse number 21, he, he begins by giving the fate of the wicked. And this is where the cautionary tale can be for all of us. It says, For the ways of man are before the eyes of the Lord, and he pondereth all his goings. That's interesting because the Bible is literally saying there, God considers our intentions. That's what he means there when he says he pondereth all his goings. He, he's saying the Lord knows not just the paths that you are going down, but God knows the intentions behind those paths that you are starting down. Maybe you're, you don't find yourself all the way down this road, but God knows your intentions of, of what you're trying to do here. If you're just starting down these paths with a certain heart, a certain direction, if you've just kind of taken your, your focus away from where they needed to be and put them on a different place. Now, obviously, in this passage, he's speaking specifically, as we mentioned, about adultery, about immorality. But listen, friend, this is very applicable to every Christian in that, and every person that, that we all can begin to commit adultery, if you would, in our relationship with God. He desires to have a sweet relationship with us, a sweet fellowship with us. And if we're not careful, it's easy for us to begin to start down a path of sin. Uh, to begin to, to, to hurt that relationship with God. And, and in our my eyes, so many times we don't look at it and we think, oh, it's not a big deal. But God knows the intention of our heart. The Bible tells us that our heart's deceitful above all things, desperately wicked, who can know it? Uh, God knows our heart. God knows what the intentions of our heart is. And even whenever we may fool ourselves and say, oh, it's not a big deal, God sees even those things that we call little sins and he knows the intentions of those little sins. And the intentions is ultimately leads to destruction. We see that as we continue on in verse number 22. It says, His own iniquities shall take the wicked himself, and he shall be holden with the cords of his sin. He shall die without instruction. The greatness of his folly, he shall go astray. 
We read verse number 22 uh, when it talks about his own iniquities. Again, his sins. That's what that's talking about there. Shall take of the wicked himself. And he says he shall be holding the cords of his, of his sins. This is uh, especially interesting because today as I was reading in my daily devotions, I was reading in Judges and I was reading about Samson. And we're, we're familiar with the story of Samson and, and the Bible, it's always interesting to me. And if you, if you underline, if you circle, I'd go back and really look at the first verses uh, that we see about the, li- the, the life of Samson. And we see that he saw a daughter of Timnah and then he saw a daughter of the Philistines. Um, it all started with a look uh, for Samson. It all started with just, you know, just a small intention that was away from what God had had for him. God had commanded them not to go to these daughters, not to not to marry these women, not to go this direction. But what happened? He saw them and he said, told his parents, said, "Go and get her for me. She pleaseth me well." And uh, we we immediately see Samson starting down this path, these intentions that were ungodly, that that were wrong. It's interesting because, as we know the story of Samson, when, when Delilah comes along, the Philistines offer money for her to deceive Samson. She begins to ask him, you know, Samson, where does your, your strength come from? And he begins to get closer and closer and closer to what the truth is. And he tells her, if you bind me with this, if you bind me with that, and it's amazing because as she binds him, then he breaks free and binds and then breaks free. And the Bible tells us that she finally just came upon him just day after day. In fact, it was to the point of death, the Bible said. I mean, he was just exhausted with her continual questioning. You think uh, a red flag would have gone up. But finally, uh, he tells her the truth. He says, listen, you know, a razor's never touched my hair. And it's interesting because she she takes him and, and she he lays his head down into the sin that he's living in. She shaves his head, and the Bible tells us that he got up and he wist not that the Lord had departed from him. And it's amazing because I think this verse is so applicable where it says, he shall be holding with the cords of his sin. Ultimately, Samson was bound, and the Bible tells us what the, the one of the judgments that the Philistines did, the first thing that it tells us, tells us that he, they put out his eyes. That's amazing to me because where did it all start? It started with a look. He saw. He saw. You see, the Lord knows our intentions. The Lord knows the ultimate end of the direction that we're going to. He knows the end of the path that we are beginning down and how we should take this cautionary tale in the scriptures, this cautionary proverbs in our life, and we should be careful about the paths that we start down. As we have just begun into 2022, hey, examine your life. What paths are you starting down that aren't going to end where you think that they're going to, where you want them to go? You may be starting down a path and thinking, ah, it's not that big a deal. It's just a little this. It's just a little that. It's just one Sunday. It's just a little look. It's just, and you fill in the blank. But listen, it's more than just a little because the end thereof are the ways of death, the Bible tells us. And we see here that the Bible is very clear. Verse number 23, he shall die. But what's interesting, it says without instruction. When we could read this, we'd say, well, this person was just ignorant. In fact, it says in the greatness of his folly, he shall go astray. Folly literally has the idea of ignorance or stupidity. I mean, he he was just ignorant. But here's the problem. He was willfully ignorant. He didn't heed the warning signs. How do we know that? Because verse number 20, uh, verse number 12 tells us that he says, 
How have I hated instruction and my heart, my heart despised reproof? He dies without instruction, why? Because he rejected the instruction that was given. He despised the reproof that was given. Maybe you're watching tonight, and listen, this is different from what we normally do, but sometimes we have to have our toes stepped on so we stop going down that path, so we don't keep going that direction. Maybe tonight, as you're watching this, you're starting down a path that you don't even realize just how much destruction it could end in. Can I encourage you tonight to heed the warnings of the scriptures? To heed the instructions, don't despise them, don't reject them, but to receive them as, oh man, that doesn't feel good, but it changes the direction that you're going so you don't end up in a place where you look back and say, oh, how did I get here? Because that's where the the, this person in Proverbs chapter number five ends up. Tonight, can I encourage us, drink water out of your own sisters, <laughs> cisterns, <laughs> running water out of your own well. Listen, friend, there is so much joy to be found in Christ. There's so much joy to be found in, in the Lord. There's so much joy to be found in what he has given to us. And when we find true contentment and pleasure in what God has given to us, we don't have to go seeking for other things. And yes, that includes our relationships with our spouse, but it also includes every aspect of our life. When we find true fulfillment in God, we won't seek to find fulfillment elsewhere. And I hope this is a simple warning, a simple warning sign that as you travel down this path, this road of life, that you'll see this, and it'll help you to stay on the path that God desires for you. Father, thank you for this night. Thank you for the opportunity to be able to share your word for a few moments. I pray, God, that these simple truths, Lord, uh, would just, uh, that it would just be clear in somebody's heart that maybe they're starting down a road that they need to turn back on. And Father, I pray that you'd get a hold of our attention. We know temptation, the devil would like nothing more than destroy our lives. He does it a little bit at a time. And I pray, God, tonight that this would wake someone up so that they don't continue down a path that's going to lead to their destruction. Father, thank you for your word, the truths that are in it. Help me, God, to heed them as well, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.